Hey bro, uh, can we turn down this uh, this organ music and get this podcast started? Yeah, yeah, hang on, let me, okay. All Thanks, right. thank you. Yeah. All right, uh, let's light this shit up, light up the Castatron, see what we're talking about this week. I thought you were talking about my Halloween candle, I was really excited about lighting that. Can we light that too? Yeah, we can do both, okay. that's fine. Okay. This lighter's got plenty of gas, baby. Sweet. says top five horror movies that sounds very familiar yeah pretty sure we did this like a year or two ago uh i guess castatron's <laughs> databanks don't really cover that what's going on casty you all right uh, maybe great minds just think alike maybe <laughs> castatron does have a great great mind <laughs> a great mind that has never repeated itself not once did you hear that? <laughs> what was that? I think somebody was knocking at the door. What are they doing out in this kind of storm? I don't know. Let's get the door. Holy shit. That's another one of the Castatron marble things that has the subjects. Is this some kind of ding-dong bitch situation? Yeah, but where would somebody get one of these that's not us? Creepy. Creeping me the fuck out, bro. Also, these bats that I keep hearing are creepy, too. What's that about? I guess it's just the time of the season, you know? I suppose. I'm surprised the bats are out in the thunderstorm, though. Yeah. No, I didn't think they like thunder and rain. Festive bats, you know? Yeah. All right. Serious. Serious atmosphere. Well, let's open this one up and see what is Should I open it? What if this is like a Unabomber situation? I think we'll be okay. All right. Here we go. The Monsters. I've been meaning to check that shit out anyway, you know? I've, I've been hearing some very uh, mixed things. But yeah. I'm, curi- I'm curious. I'm watch curious. <laughs> All right. Well, let's check it out and then do a podcast about it, huh? Y- yeah. All right. Let's head back inside. Holy shit. Castatron's in a different corner than he was before. And is that a... Mustache? Yeah. What the fuck is going on here? I think e- e- evil Castatron or just regular Castatron uh, feeling the season. Might be some kind of imposter. Uh, Something's going on here. Okay. I don't like any of this. I am nervous. Saturday, October 15th, 2022. Munster Cheese, or This is the Problem with Everything, episode 227. Hot damn, how you doing? How's it going, everybody? I'm Holiday Rob. I am Loki Sapfoot. You can check out this podcast, The Problem with Everything, every week on anchor.fm. Throw it into the Googles and you'll find our YouTube archive. Uh, yeah. 
Yep. As well as our Instagram, tpwe.pod. Yeah, if you like, you can email us, tpwe.pod at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. Gangsta mail. I love it. Um, do it. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. I am Holiday Rob. You can check out my stuff. I do a uh, stream every week on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Holiday Rob, all one word. You can check me out on Patreon, TikTok, and not at not Holiday Rob on Twitter. I think I followed that. That's super confusing. I love it. I'm Loki Sapfoot, at Sapfoot on all the shit, but I hardly use it anymore. Um, yeah. Email if you want to really get a hold of me, but probably, you know, don't even do that unless you got a real, real good reason. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me the fuck alone already. I used to make stuff. Uh, you can still find it. Uh, you go to uh, my link tree, linktr.ee slash sapfoot. If you, if you must know, that's the place. We're here to talk about the Munsters. We watched the new Rob Zombie uh, Munsters reboot, remake, Monsters whatever. Munsters prequel movie thing, thingual. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's what we're here to talk about. So, so yeah, I, I don't know. Our reactions are, uh, I think, uh, mixed. Yeah. Uh, so hear what we hear what we think about that. We also kind of delve into Munster's history, and uh, do a uh, you know contrast and comparison with uh, the Adams family. Uh, it's a very similar IP that happened. Uh, Adams family is better. I'm just gonna say it. Same. You can just turn this shit <laughs> off. right Spoilers, now. Uh, <laughs> as well as like things about the production uh, that we learned and. Uh, Maybe a little script doctoring, too. You're uh, about to hear all of this. What are we doing? Uh, we don't need just, to tell you what you're about to hear. Well, you're going to hear it. I'm just excited. You know, that way they can decide if they're, if we're just going to be like, so it was a movie. Ah, they love us. They're going to listen either <laughs> way. They fucking love um, us. Do you want to get into a little bit of ripped? Ooh, let's get ripped. Ripped from the headlines. You've, you've you've got the you've got the handle. I, got the on. I, shit do, I do have I do have one. Uh, so Alex Jones, the damages in his defamation suit of the. <laughs> if, if you don't know, here's the quick rundown. There was a terrible shooting yes. and uh, Sandy Ch- Hook. Children died. A bunch of kids died, and uh, Alex Jones every day would go on his internet show that millions of chuds watch, and he would say it was all fake. The the parents are paid actors. They never had these kids. It's all a big thing. So Obama can take our guns, right? Oh yes, of course. That was his whole thing. And it ruined all these people's lives. They'd get death threats from stupid, crazy fucks. Yep. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so they, uh, got their, got their big payday and it's close to $1 billion <laughs> that this motherfucker <laughs> owes these people. Um, that is wild. <laughs> And I think the reason they kind of uh, asked for the amount they asked for or whatever is that that's supposedly like right around his worth. He supposedly is like close to being a billionaire. Interesting. Which is super gross that you can get that rich off of being a fucking scumbag. (laughs) Uh, Full disclosure, I used to listen to him back uh, right like 2002-ish, like right after 9-11. But... Over time, I saw the error of my ways and stopped listening to him because he's a fucking grifting racist psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Who's probably not. I mean, imagine being married to that. That's unfortunate. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone is anymore. Like, got the fuck out of that shit. 
So that's good. <laughs> Saw that from a uh, dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah. So it'll probably come down. I think they like, there's like an appeal process. And usually, I guess, from what I read, uh, these rulings, like it starts with the high reward for the uh, people suing, but then it gets kind of whittled down a little bit. Yeah, so, yeah. But the idea isn't to uh, get the payday, I think, so much as to ruin Alex Jones and make it hard for him to continue to do this to people <laughs> on his right. stupid show. Yeah. So maybe even think about his own actions. Yeah, that's that's not going to happen. As we've recommended before, check out uh, Andrew Callahan on Channel 5 does an interview with Alex Jones a couple weeks ago that's I've, fucking insane. I didn't see it. You got to yeah. watch that shit. Okay. Um, another, another headline, uh, the kids that threw soup on the Van Gogh. Have you heard oh, about this? Yeah. Seen this? Have you heard yeah. about this? Uh, at the London... Uh, mu- a London Museum, it was the Sunflowers. Right. Now... First of all, there was glass on it. The painting's fine. Don't get your panties in a twist, everybody. Uh, second, the the main takeaway that you're seeing from everyone is fuck these stupid people. This is dumb. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, there's that's there's they're making some good points, but also their point was. What the fuck does this art matter when there's not going to be a species soon because of the stupid fucking oil companies? making profits while they kill the planet. Yeah. That was their point. Yeah. And I think it's a pretty decent point. It got attention. Like we're talking about it on our, uh, world famous podcast right now. So, I mean, maybe, you know, it didn't, uh, there's the argument that it's just going to make people mad at them and care even less about their cause. But like, is that even possible? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is I mean, it possible for people to give a shit less that we're not going to have a future at fucking all? Nobody wants to, nobody wants to make is. a tiny little change for the, you know, anything in the future. So yeah, seems, seems kind of ridiculous. I mean, possible. you might as well go for broke, you know, <laughs> fucking light that painting on fire at this point. It doesn't if fucking We're going to drive off the cliff. We better see how far we can jump it. Right. <laughs> jump out there. So I think that those, Hit the gas. I think that those, uh, pink haired non-binary kids, that's for all the comments. On Reddit, I saw this posted like four times in the different news subreddits, and all the replies are like, SJWs, look at her pink hair, blah, blah. Like, fucking, <laughs> this culture warrior nonsense that has nothing to do with anything yeah. is just taking over everything. Like, right. it's. I uh, heard a discussion recently, a conversation about like, you know, maybe at some point we might find that social media was as bad as cigarettes, you know, I your doctor, way worse. your doctor <laughs> used to recommend cigarettes, but uh, not so right. much anymore. And at some point we're going to realize like, yeah, social media was probably a bad idea. seems pretty bad. seems pretty rough. <laughs> it's not getting better. AI is racist. <laughs> I mean, I learned it from watching you, dad. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> where'd you learn this? Uh, yeah, uh, lastly, uh, let me pull up the article on this just cause I don't have, uh, I don't remember it as well. Jesus it broke my phone and it doesn't work very well. <laughs> no. Um, so Mark Ronchetti, uh, <laughs> douchebag clown who's running for governor and will probably win cause our world is broken garbage. Uh, <laughs> he has received a cash donation from a woman who is part of an attempt to falsely allocate the state's electoral votes to Donald Trump. A recently filed finance report shows 
His campaign received a similar donation earlier this summer, and so far, campaign officials have refused to respond to questions about either donation. So, these are the people. Uh, <laughs> these are the people who you think are uh, God sent to save America or whatever, you stupid fucks. Endless trash. Um, and yeah, he's probably going to win. I don't, I don't know what the polls are like, but um, I know that stupid and evil pretty much always wins. So... I don't have high expectations. Uh, you know, go out and vote. Uh, the Democrat lady sucks too, but you know, not as bad. That's always a situation. <laughs> one is fascism tomorrow. The other one is continued slow slide toward fascism and corporate rule. So, you know, buy yourself a little more time, I guess. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh man, I, I think it got deleted, but there was this great, I guess the difference to me is that like, at least when they get caused, caught doing racist shit, they don't just double down and be like, yeah, I'm your candidate. I said some racist shit, but like, uh, there was this great compilation. Here it is. I think, yeah, there it is. We're just gonna, we're just gonna play it real quick. Cause it's hilarious. This is every time the F word was said at the city After council. The LA times broke the story of public officials saying racist things in a leaked secret chat. And you f up. Fucking best. Fuck item 19. They got three motherfucking minute months. Yeah. I want to get into the rough. Fuck you, Mitch. Oh, f up. Fuck you, Mike Bonner. Fuck you. Fuck De Leon. Fuck Nori. Fuck the Dio. this whole meeting right here. Fucking time. The f out. Fucking stadium in Las Vegas. You racist motherfucker. Fucking go to Fucking door. Fucking racist. Fuck the police. And fuck the city council. Yeah. Those were the those were the public comments. <laughs> those were the public responding. Things. Yeah. So the background on that, right? The city council uh, members were recorded being super racist yep. and talking about how they were going to divvy up the area um, so that they could, you know, what do they call it? Gerrymandering the districts <laughs> yeah. so that they could push their policies through. And I think most remarkably, they called uh, one of the one of their political enemies on the city council adopted a black child. And they referred to that child as a monkey yes. in these recordings. Yes. So that's cool. Cool oh stuff. God. Our leaders continue to be. The the president of that council has stepped down so far. Yeah. Uh, yeah so. And I think a couple other people on, <laughs> it, on was, it have as well. That was great. And uh, unfortunately, I'm going to end this one on a, on a dire note. Uh, Alaska snow crab season canceled as officials investigate disappearance, disappearance of an estimated, again, here's the number, one billion crabs have disappeared from farms and area fisheries and things like that. Um, which is kind of freaky. It marks a 90% drop in their population. And, uh, and they're not sure exactly what happened. If they have just not been able to breed, if they've been able to, the warming water waters affect this. Uh-huh. So have they moved on somewhere else? Um, you Move know, further north where it's cooler or maybe something? and, and gone <laughs> off, you know, into the deeper parts of the ocean. This is another fun one to read the replies and comments. Uh, Russia stole our crabs. <laughs> <laughs> the Chinese are stealing the crabs. <laughs> Fucking stupid fucks. Oh my my God. God. A bunch of fools. Bunch of, uh, yeah, obtuse, self-inflicted foolery. I'm in a bad mood now. Let's talk about the monsters. Yeah, let's go talk about the <laughs> monsters. We need a break from all this.
watched the monsters sure did we got through that shit yeah took me yeah took, i had to split it up but yeah i uh <laughs> i was watching it um had to pee as i do as i often do and then i paused it and i was like it's got to be like close to the end i mean like two-thirds of the way through yeah and it was like exactly half it was like 54 <laughs> minutes yeah I was like jesus christ like not that i'm not enjoying this but really it's only half over yeah all right wild and um, i was like should i finish it tomorrow but i didn't i powered through that shit <laughs> you just made it happen yeah uh i had to i think i had to go to bed that was no no, no i had to go to work <clears throat> but uh I, what happened? I watched the first two original, uh, first season, episode one, episode two. You watched those before? Before. I just okay. wanted to have a good refreshed frame of reference. Like my, I did that, but after. Yeah. So, yeah. My uh, recollection of the Munsters as a kid growing up was like, like between the Munsters and the Adams family, I felt like one was legit and one was like a knockoff. Right. As a child, not not knowing anything, you know. Just, well. I actually, as a child, I only knew about the Munsters, and I didn't really like it. I knew about the Munsters more, yeah. Yeah, because it was on, like, whatever, like, channel it was that would have, like, Gomer Pyle and shit, like, in the after-school time, you know? Yeah. have, like, Bonanza or whatever. Yeah. And it had that... Syndicated television time for... Yeah, before, Gilligan's Island and before, shit. like, prime time. Yeah, it was, like, right before Tiny Toons started. It was, like, Gilligan and the Monsters or whatever. Yeah. So I knew it from that, and I never really liked it. It seemed cheesy to me. Like, it seemed just, like, over-the-top silliness yeah. that I didn't really... I never wasn't really, really dug. In, yeah, I wasn't really into. But then Adam's Family, I didn't really know about till the movie, which was, like, 92 or something. I feel like I seen very little, but had seen something of Adam's Family in the in the time before the movie. But, yeah, the movie was my most... Yeah. Recognizable. And since then, I've come to think of Adam's family as more uh, engaging. Yeah. More more satirical. There's a... A little more clever. Yeah, there's a... I feel like there's a philosophy behind it a little more than just reactionary, which is kind of what the Munsters feels like a little bit. Yeah, so I looked into this a little bit. The... Uh, yeah, it's like the Munsters always just felt like a, like a cash-in, right? Because it's like Frankenstein and Dracula, and I know it's Frankenstein's monster. Don't at me. The wolf you know? boy and... Uh, right. It's just like it's the classic universal monsters made into a sitcom. Right. Whereas Adam's Family is kind of that vibe, but original characters. Like, it's not just directly like Frankenstein's monster and Dracula. Yeah. Which, yeah. I don't know if in the Munsters, is Grandpa called Dracula? Do they ever say that? Count? They just call him Count. The I Count? Yeah. In, yeah. The, in, the, in the original one, they call him Count, I believe. Okay. Or Grandpa. Yeah. Never. I didn't hear. I believe they say their last name in, uh, in this new Rob Zombie joint. When they're getting married, they say Lily's last name, but I don't remember what it was. I can't either. I just saw it. <laughs> yeah well unfortunately <laughs> let's just say i was looking at my phone a lot the longer it went on yeah um <laughs> yeah but so the the universal monsters that that uh monsters is based on debuted or not maybe not debuted because they were based on mary shelley and bram stoker and legends before that right yeah 
But the Universal Movie Monsters, 1931 is when Frankenstein uh, with Boris Karloff and yeah. Dracula with Bela Lugosi. Mm-hmm. I think I have that right. 1931. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and so as, as far, so the show's debuted in 1964, but as far back as 1943, a guy named Bob Clampett pitched the concept of the monsters as a cartoon. Yeah. Um, but it, it never happened for whatever reason. I had I had found somewhere that it had started as a comic strip, I think. See, I've never I, heard that. I couldn't find... Um, That's the Adams Family it, for sure did. Yeah, it definitely did. It was in the New Yorker. But like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I thought I had read that, but I couldn't find it again to... So maybe I yeah, misread something. I, I maybe I was referencing 64, 65 comic book run. Right. I'm sure there's been plenty of Munsters comics since you know yeah uh, you know there's been like 15 remakes of it and specials on halloween and whatever but christmas <laughs> yeah so charles adams made the adams family he started it like you said it was in the new yorker it was a comic strip that started in 1938 so i mean it was probably influenced by just the monster movies being in the zeitgeist right Maybe because yeah, like hammer mo- and whatever they made like is that the one or they came later but whatever his his, they, his designs remind me more of um kind of New England goth like American Gothic type right. of stuff like uh, one of my favorite artists is Edward Gorey yeah 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 and yeah. Uh, and he's got that style down like that's like he's the reference you know <laughs> but like yeah, Adam's family's so much classier to me you know well and like I said I think it has like a a, a more philosophical bent to it you know which is finding happiness in the in the darkness or whatever kind of vibe or fulfillment i don't know completeness <laughs> yeah it's it's a little deeper yeah um yeah but there's both of the shows debuted the same week in 1964 that's so wild bewitched also came out that same fall what was going on man it's just I, the vibe well so through the 1950s, not only were you having heavily regulated like film and movies, but you also had <clears throat> kind of a really just like dry mirror of a of a, a reflection of what you know America wanted to be the uh, suburban what it thought it was yeah nuclear family Father knows best Donna Reed show yeah. Leave it to Beaver Leave it to Beaver yeah. Um, so when America was great. <laughs> yeah, I, think. America, I think that's what they when America yeah. was great. Yeah. Back, uh, back then. And, uh, and so when social change started happening in the late fifties, early sixties, I think the, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how it, 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 it shifted like that. Maybe they were like, well, people are changing tastes and interests and they kind of have, you know, these other interests. And, uh, cause I mean, like for as, cheesy as we call the monsters it it was kind of part of that subversive edge of, yeah yeah of, yeah. The, of the beginning of the 19th of mainstream culture um right you know accepting uh the changing tide of the time right <clears throat> it's it's it was almost like making a show with black people or something you know what i mean <laughs> almost <laughs> almost <laughs> um yeah <laughs> but so there's dispute about 
which show ripped which one off, right? Because mm-hmm. they debuted at the same time. Yeah. But as far as when they were in development, um, a guy named David Levy, no relation to the dude from whatever that show is called, The Shits, The <laughs> Shits Creek. <laughs> yeah. No relation. No relation. Um, but he's the guy, the TV producer guy that worked with Charles Adams on making the show. Um, and uh, he created the characters Cousin It, the furry yeah. guy, not furry as in like weird <laughs> sex thing in a costume, but just literal fur. Yeah, literal hair from <laughs> yeah. head to toe. Right, with a hat and glasses. It's like a giant hair mop. Right, that's Cousin It. And then I think he also created Thing, the hand. Oh, okay. Or at least named Thing, because he sued Paramount when they made the the uh, Adams Family movie. Okay. Because I guess they didn't pay him for those characters or whatever, and yeah. he got a settlement. Okay. So I guess that proves he created that. And uh, as early, I think it was 1963, Charles Adams uh, worked those characters into his comic strip. Oh, okay. So even though it wasn't a show yet, that shows that he had been working with this producer guy on making it a show. Interesting. At, at least a year earlier. Um, yeah, because I was thinking, well, I've seen those characters in the comic before. Yeah, uh, right. The Adams Family comic. Right, but supposedly they didn't come around until they Later. were being conceived for TV. Later on. Um, yeah. And uh, so, so the Munsters, uh, I forget who the guys were. It doesn't matter what their names were, but some other producer types. Yeah. Uh, th- they did that. It was uh, based on the Donna Reed show, I guess. I don't know based on, but yeah. influenced by, like, the concept was the Donna Reed show except it's universal monsters yeah um and so and the interesting thing about that in the light of the rob zombie remake is uh he's got his lyrics he says uh what is it uh goldfoot's machine creates another fiend thinks that donna reed eats dollar bills something like that (laughs) i might have that backwards but interesting yeah thinks that donna reed eats dollar bills yeah so it's interesting (laughs) that he references donna reed and that the monsters is actually supposedly based on donna reed yeah so yeah that's the that's the history of uh adams versus monsters i don't know there's you don't really know which came first it kind of seems like the networks kind of like both knew the other one was happening yeah. and like maybe without each other, they wouldn't have gotten made. You know what I mean? Possibly. This might've been a cold war of uh, TV shows. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, the monsters only lasted two seasons. So uh, did Adam's family. Adam's, oh yeah, that's right. They Adam's both went off the same year too. I think one had like a couple episodes more than the other. Or something, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I had watched some original episodes, I guess last year. I was watching that, and I think, uh, is there a show called Dark Shadows, I believe, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they made the shitty remake with uh, Johnny Depp. <clears throat> yeah. They also made a remake of it in the, I think, around the time that Adam's Family came out, like early 90s. Oh, okay. Um, there was a show remake of it. Yeah, the original show is phenomenal. I love it. It's got just the vibe. and. Uh, yeah, it's like a soap opera kind of thing. Kind right? of. Kind of. Kinda, kind of a, a but with a vampire. Piece, yeah. They got uh, booted. I can't. What was what was the one that kind of was taking over at the time? Uh, after well, Batman is the reason. Batman, yeah. one of them. And I can't remember the show that it was some other famous show that kicked the other one out. But yeah, 
you know, I guess uh, attention span was even shorter back then in some ways because TV, this was like typical. Like it was yeah. still considered a successful show. Both of them were, even though they were canceled after two seasons. <laughs> right. Like that's just how it was. Like most things didn't last that long. I think well, Gilligan's Island was only like two seasons also. They, they uh, kind of caught a, a bigger audience during syndication. So after you do it, I mean, that's kind there of, wasn't as much stuff back then. Right? Well, and, and that's kind of why people were so like, uh, if you start in movies and film in cinema, uh, you kind of look down on TV cause TV was just a machine. It was just mm-hmm. churning things out for the moment's taste. And right. as soon as things shifted, you were disposable like that. You could just be, thrown away yeah and that's changed like the last like 20 years or whatever what they call this prestige Prestige. tv like is higher production quality kind of because like netflix goes on like a beheading spree and just like (laughs) cuts a bunch of cancels a bunch of shows and and happened to hbo especially after this warner merger with discovery which has just been like a shit show well all that corporate shit i can't even keep straight and i don't really give a shit um <laughs> anyway so oh i watched... got I, sorry i have one no, more uh, adam's monsters connection oh, that cool. blew my mind yeah, yeah yeah uh butch patrick played eddie munster yeah in the monsters he was the wolf boy their kid uh he pl- he was the second actor that played pugsley in the oh. Adams Family canon, or not canon, but you know what I mean. Uh, it was in 1973. It was a variety show, Adams Family <laughs> special. What? And yeah, same kid, Butch what? Patrick. Why? Why would they get? I mean, he would have been way older by then, right? He would have been yeah. ten years older almost. Like, so he would have been like twenty. That's so weird. Yeah, it's pretty weird. What? Who made that decision? Why were they just like trying to stick it to the monsters? They were like, "We stole your kid." (laughs) (laughs) What are you guys doing anyway? Maybe it was. Maybe it was just to fuck you. (laughs) Um, But probably it was because when they would advertise it, like tonight on the Adams Variety Special, Butch Patrick from the Monsters, (laughs) like you know, like they, yeah, they're like, wow, they crossed over. Wow, they got the Wolf Kid. Wolf Kid's the uh, the bald kid, right? Um, yeah. Uh, so this movie though, uh, yeah, that, Rob that new, new, new shit, the, the Rob zombie, uh, the, the, what is it? A remake, a reboot? A, it's a prequel. I guess it is. Yeah. Um, so is it canon? <laughs> Does it matter? I think it is now. Um, yeah, I mean the, I, I, I had, I asked you to watch the, um, angry video game nerds review. Yeah. Yeah. I watched that it. shit. Because he mentioned all the other iterations of the monsters mm-hmm. post uh, the original TV, you know, like it, we don't just exist in a universe where the where the original TV show run and this, uh, you know, exist. We live in a world where there were all kinds of other ah. We live in a world where there were all kinds of other um, spinoffy, you know, right. made for TV movie whatever yeah. type things. We also live in a world of like the Legend of Zelda timeline and Ready Player One. You know what I mean? Space Jam 2 or whatever, where everything is just everything now. So it doesn't really, like, there doesn't need to be a dispute about whether the Munsters special from 1994 that was like a Christmas special or whatever is the same characters as the prequel that Rob Zombie just made this year.
year. It doesn't really matter. Or even more, the show that never premiered, Mockingbird Lane with Eddie Izzard. And I'm, yeah, we got to find that shit. I didn't have, really have time, but I wanted to find because there's only one. They made a pilot. Yeah. And then it never got picked up, but I guess they showed it as a special in, I think, 2012. Interesting. Okay. So it was like a one-off. But yeah, who's uh, Eddie Izzard plays Grandpa. Joe... Or uh, Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell plays uh, Herman. <laughs> I was gonna say Joe's apartment. <laughs> and is he that he's in that? Yeah. With the singing roaches. I like that movie. Also, like not a good movie that I like. Kind of like the Munsters. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Jerry O'Connell plays Herman, but he's not like big and green at all. It's just him with like a little tiny stitch on his neck and yeah. wrists. And wrists. Very strange. And then uh, Portia de Rossi. As uh, Lily. As Lily, yeah. Yeah, that's a, what a, what a wild world. Um, so I guess I gave it, I gave it that much leeway in knowing that there were these other iterations that this is just like another version. Cause I, I'm not going to lie. I was not impressed by the trailer. I was like, Ooh, me either. This and, looks rough. And it would give you some background into how I'm coming into this thing. Probably a pretty unique perspective. Didn't really care about the monsters ever. Yeah. Uh, and then, but I was a huge Rob Zombie fan. Like House of a Thousand Corpses is like top three Your movies jam. ever. Like I've, <laughs> I've seen it like 50 times. Find our top like, five. Like I just put it on, you know. Find, just, our, find our top five horror episodes. Yeah. Uh, right. Episode I, we speak movies. of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I was coming into it from that perspective. Right. Like, like he's doing the monsters, huh? I mean, I guess that makes sense because his whole thing has always been, yeah, like cheesy horror movies the, just inf- mixed with heavy metal, influenced like, by yeah, man, all the all the uh, iterations of horror, you know. Yeah. Um, we had kind of talked about the history of horror, and uh, I thought the first for some reason I thought the first horror movie was a uh, Cabinet of Doctor Caligari. Yeah. Which, uh, referenced by Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie I think yeah. the living dead girl video <laughs> yeah, is I, I think so. homage to that. Also smashing pumpkins. I don't remember which song. It's one of the songs from a door, I think. Yeah. Um, anyway, visually, if you want to, um, see the, the kind of culmination of that style of, of, um, film, it, it was called, I believe it was, I want to say it was German expressionist. Yeah, that sounds right. Cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the uh, It's Robert Mitchum movie where he chases these two kids, uh, Night of the Hunter. Okay. <clears throat> it's phenomenal. It's terrifying. It's where the love-hate tattoos on the knuckles comes from. That's where it comes from? That's where it comes from. That's where the original character had it. Like I don't know. I, I feel like people have been doing that since well, there's been prison. And yeah, it, that, that's what it was <laughs> referencing because that's where he was. Right. That was the first it. time in media. And he's and he's hunting these two kids. Um, so it's, it's what year was when was this? Uh, I want to say sixty three, okay. but uh, yeah. I might be wrong. I might be way off. It might be fifty eight or something like that. But it's phenomenal. That's, not, that's only five years. Phenomenal movie. Um, but yeah, so we thought that, but it was actually a, a Georges Millier uh, jam, which I can't remember what it was called. Um, um, I don't either. Uh, House of the Devil. Yeah, House of the Devil. That's only what it's like in French. Eighteen ninety six. I don't speak French, obviously. <laughs> they hate uh, us so fun much. fact: this, <laughs> they don't know us. Don't, no one listens to this, especially in France. <laughs> We've got one listener from Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, my Quebecois friends. Uh, my bad. Uh, <laughs> now I'm gonna go do heroin. Thanks. <laughs> 
Is that a problem there? It's a problem everywhere. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I know it's a problem in Vancouver, but that's on the other other side. It's the only thing I know about Canada. Hockey and heroin and maple syrup. Oh, delicious. And racism. I got a lot of racism. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway. Indigenous hate, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of places. Though. What were we talking about? <laughs> Not to excuse their behavior, but that's a lot of places, unfortunately. Um, no, uh, the, uh, yeah. So here we are. Uh, you're a Rob Zombie fan. Big I am, I am a Rob Zombie critic and I'm not like, I don't think he sucks. I don't think he's the worst. Like I, I, uh, house of a thousand corpses was fun. Although it just felt like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like the first time I saw it, that was my reaction. Much in the same way that there may be criticism of the monsters where he's not doing anything new with it. But maybe it's more excused because it's just a remake. Yeah. Uh, that's the criticism that House of a Thousand Corpses gets. Because yeah. pretty much everything from it is mm-hmm. something he just took from old horror or yeah. exploitation films. Like, Which I, I mean, I think it was fine i mean it was a uh, it was uh tarantino's allowed to do it what visu- the fuck? yeah it w- and it was kind of in the horror way that kind of yeah it was like idea. the kill bill of slasher flicks kinda, yeah right yeah he was doing his uh his uh not roadhouse uh what is <laughs> what are the grindhouse uh yeah, yeah 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 grindhouse horror version you know right. uh kind of uh vibe uh, but then uh, Devil's Rejects came out. I think I saw the original, the theater cut, and then that's but I was, the one. I was really excited to see the uh, uncut, and I it just was like, I don't know. That was a rough. That was a rough movie. Honestly, I don't know <laughs> the difference at this point because yeah. I think I'm used to the director. That's the one I've seen a million times. Yeah, that's I the one I, I remember. saw it in the theater, <laughs> but I don't remember the difference between the theatrical. And Things the are just longer, DVD. like especially just these more those uncomfortable, out, yeah. horrible scenes um which is just which is what i remember and don't really like about it uh uh, but i mean overall like awesome movie i mean like i'm not that that one was pretty great even though i didn't like that's his best one i think um pretty much most people think that's the best yeah my favorite was surprisingly was lords of salem that one had a more 70s pacing and vibe like his very uh rosemary's baby influenced yeah for sure yeah and, and it just has a i mean i love right now i'm binging a lot of like 80s horror uh film and not like i'm not saying like even the scariest stuff like some of the campiest stuff robert Cor- robert Cor- roger corman and uh see the one that did uh society who did society no society was uh i can't remember what his name was but i believe he was a japanese director i don't know i was watching channel five did a thing with uh will blumenfeld who's a guy that likes to play with his dick with people in the woods which is fine he's just a weirdo and it's funny yeah uh, <laughs> anyway uh <laughs> why did i bring him up brian usna I forgot why I brought him up. I'll have to cut that out. It won't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I also found it interesting that they shot this in Hungary. So when I was watching the credits, I was like, these names seem Hungarian. And (laughs) and then my surprise, I was like, oh. Because at first I was like, Czechoslovakian? Some sort of Eastern Bloc. Yeah. Yeah. But then I I nailed it. And I thought it was weird because like right now they have kind of authoritarian uh, dictator in yeah, Victor Orban. Oh, I heard. Um, I've heard tell of that guy. Yeah. So I thought it was very all around very interesting that it was shot there. Uh, I mean, I support filmmakers everywhere. Uh, some of the best films 
were made in communist Russia that we never got to see, you know, that have just been being released later on. How do you feel about triumph of the will? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, technically... (laughs) We probably should have done a Cersei walk of shame for (laughs) Lenny Riefenstahl at least once. But actually a lot of people. I guess we can't do that, but... That didn't, that doesn't you don't make, want women to make films? Is that why you don't like Triumph of the Will, you sexist? <laughs> see, that's the left. Fucking sexist. Always hypocritical. See? 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 And then they want to torture people. <clears throat> it's not torture. It's cleansing. But that's another conversation. <laughs> cleansing. <laughs> we're helping them, okay? Anyway, we're talking about the monsters, which does not go to any of the dark places of uh, genocide. <laughs> no, they do. They do kill a very pleasant zombie in the beginning, which always made me, which bummed me out a little bit. And then they like take photos with his trophy, like it's a or the body, like a trophy. Yeah. So let's get into the the Rob Zombie remake of the monsters. Um, yeah. So it's a prequel. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they ever mention any of this. Uh, it kind of seems to me, and maybe I'm wrong, but in the old one, it kind of seemed like Grandpa made Herman, because he's always oh. doing shit in his lab, and he's got all the beakers and shit. Okay, and he was always doing like experiments and like. So it seemed like he was a mad scientist. It seemed like he made him for Lily to me. Did he seem like more of a witch doctor in the in the movie in the Rob Zombie uh, movie. I'm, to me, he seemed the same as far as that goes, and I'm okay. no expert. This is just what I remember from being like eight, and then the two <laughs> episodes I watched. Yeah. Uh, so you know, but as far as that goes, his uh, demeanor didn't seem the same. Uh, of the three, we talk about the cast, right? Yeah. Uh, the three main cast: it's Grandpa, Herman, and Lily. Yeah. Uh, they no, don't have no, a kid because the this or... is them getting together. Right. right? This is this is. What I would, and I'll have more criticisms about the story, but a, a love story. It should be a love story for the most part. But anyway. Yeah. So they're played, uh, Grandpa's played by Daniel Roebuck. All three of the main people are uh, Rob Zombie uh, alumni, right? They've been in like all his shit. Uh, Daniel Roebuck's in a bunch of Rob Zombie movies. I don't think he has like major parts. Maybe he does in 31. I don't really remember. Yeah, but I haven't seen that one. He plays Grandpa. Uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips plays Herman. Uh, he played the Warden in Three from Hell, and he's in other Rob Zombie movies. Okay. And then, uh, of course, Rob Zombie's wife, uh, Sherry Moon, Sherry Moon Zombie, Zombie. plays Lily. Um, yeah, and I thought they were all very good. Uh, Grandpa was my least favorite. Yeah, uh, I don't. He didn't have the energy of uh, what's his, Al Lewis. Yeah, Al Lewis. Well, so what was interesting about uh, Fred Gwynn, who played the original Herman mm-hmm. and uh, Al Al Lewis, is they were working on a show called Car Fifty Four. Where are you? And so they had already had a pretty good like rapport chemistry comedy wise. Yeah. Yeah, So that's why they they were chosen. But I was uh, very, I kind of feel like I was impressed by Jeff Daniel Phillips. Like where he was phenomenal. The script failed him. If anything, like he he was, he had the energy, he had the, the kind of mannerisms and the vibe down. And even if it wasn't like Fred Gwynn's, you know, version of it, the original version. Yeah. It it was was a little different, but it was, 
absolutely uh, charismatic, engaging, and I just I, I liked his yeah. Herman Munster. I wanted right. I wanted a better script for him to <laughs> be able to really yeah show right. you know his his stuff. And I think Grandpa was good, and it's hard because in the original, I don't think there's antagonism between them. Like, no, and in this one, Grandpa hates Herman and doesn't want Lily to marry him. Right, at least at first. Yeah, the first half of the movie, it's kind of yeah it's almost we get into the script i guess right because that's that's the problem i think yeah the story structure is awful (laughs) i mean it's not it 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 has these problems it's like an afterthought like oh we need a story i guess the beginning i thought the beginning was pretty good like the first 20 30 minutes or whatever were like pretty good because you had these other two characters you hadn't seen which is kind of where you know, if you're trying to watch the monsters, the monsters, you'd like to see them, you know? Yeah. And more. that was a problem too. Cause Herman doesn't come along till like half an hour into the shit. Right. But at least the two guys carrying the first half, uh, the, the, what was his name? The, uh, uh Dr. Wolfgang, Wolfgang played yeah. by Richard Brake, okay. who I fucking love. Uh, he's in 31 and he, his character, I think he's called Doomhead. And cool. 31 is about like these rich people that just kidnap people every Halloween and yeah. force them to basically live through a monster movie mayhem maze that they built. <laughs> wow. And they have like these crazy underground assassin people that they call in to do it and they pay them to terrorize people. And they watch it and enjoy it. Right. Yeah. So anyway, he plays Doomhead, who's like the ultimate like crazy killer. And <laughs> it's and there's a shot that's pretty much ripped off from uh the man who laughs, yeah. which is what the Joker from Batman is based on. Right. And I so, and they could still do it. I so, that was very Trump like, even with the hand <laughs> motions, hand motions they could still do it. Uh, <laughs> Many people say, a lot of people are saying they could still do it. Not, I didn't try to do the voice. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I want them to make a Joker and Harley movie with Richard Brake and Sherry zombie yeah. doesn't have to i mean it would be rob zombie that made it but it wouldn't have to be but right. i think that would be fucking phenomenal like middle-aged joker and harley <laughs> fucking sweet anyway he played uh dr wolfgang he also played orlock uh no, the nosferatu vampire yeah. that lily goes out on a date with at the beginning which <laughs> yeah. was hilarious i, I liked that, that that whole scene was pretty great yeah. uh, i um and and that's where it could have maybe uh, so, all right, let's just get let's just get into the script. I mean, the, the 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 part partially what my whole problem with the overall thing of it was was there's like not really the 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 stakes were kind of like ham-fisted a little bit. They like, fluctuated and it, didn't really seem like stakes. Yeah, and the payoff <laughs> like, and the payoff wasn't that great, unfortunately. Right. Um. So that was pretty terrible. But like. I guess when you want to think about what you're trying to do here, because like when you think about what the show was, it's kind of a reaction to uh, uh, like we were saying, like the family um, nuclear si- family, nuclear sitcom. family sitcoms of the 1950s. Yeah. So it stands to reason that he could have been a little more focused because I think that there were, there were two problems with this film. Uh, one was the pacing, which felt a little too slow, but which I really enjoy because it's kind of it mirrors the show the show's pacing well yeah so it was slow and 
it had like three, three or four different plots that played out individually. Yeah. yeah. To where it was like episodic, right? Which I guess, I mean, it wasn't because it was all, but it it felt that way. Like it well, moved from one thing to the next. I'm trying to decide if this was going to be like the beginning of a series or, and then they had to expand the script or something. Like maybe it was like much more. It feels like it would have been better suited to be like a limited series, like yeah. make it into four or five little episodes. But I and mean, then you don't have to sit there for two hours through it. But I mean, maybe <laughs> like, it was like a pilot for a reboot. So like it was a 30 minute episode that they had to expand into, right. they which why they expanded it, it to two hours. I don't know, but like too much, it, uh, just looking at that was daunting. Cause like, I don't watch a lot of two hour movies late if I don't have like, unless I'm really interested in something. Right. Especially for this, like um, 90 minutes at most, at even most, like 75 yeah, yeah. is fine. <laughs> yeah. You could have gotten away <laughs> like, with 80 and we would have all been happy. Right. Um, but but I I do appreciate the the, the nod to the pacing. I, maybe maybe things just need to be like really sheared at the beginning to get to our characters because we want to see that, and that's kind of what the focus should have been on was trying to ape romantic comedies, you know? Right, and which that, they didn't. Right, it, it, the relationship it, was just kind of happened. It was like a montage that lasted forty minutes. Yeah, there like, were a lot of crazy musical breaks that were I I mean they were enjoyable fun. yeah sure but <laughs> but in the service of what exactly right, what is this like it's just a bunch of stuff I'm, that's sort of fun in and of each little scene is fun but yeah, like a mishmash what are we will. doing here yeah a monster mash a <laughs> graveyard a, smash monster mash um I had no problem really with like asynchronous dialogue you know there's like moments where you know like dropping ice cold facts oh yeah that's fine I mean that's I, you're gonna have that. I I had a, a, a I did have the, laughs. the selfie gag when yeah. Dr. Wolfgang is taking selfie or not selfies, but yeah. taking photos with the zombie they killed. Yeah. It's funny. Um, I didn't like the naming convention Munster like cheese. Yeah. That's just lazy. Like that felt. Yeah. So bad. I don't, I don't, right. I don't Why know. Even? I don't know. I don't know how you would name them better than that, but that was well, not, you told me, which was a good idea. Herman, her man. Yeah. Like he could say his own name, like when he sees her or yeah. something yeah. like that would make sense. Yeah. Um, and then maybe there's confusion with, uh, the cheese and someone calls him a monster and he thinks they were talking about monster to something. But yeah. 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 The, the, uh, what was it? Floop? The guy, uh, Jorge Garcia. Is that his name? Jorge? Yeah. Yeah. From, uh, he's from Floop. played Hurley and lost. He was fantastic too. Yeah. He was like the, uh, Igor, which there was also a character called Igor. So <laughs> yeah. don't get it confused, but he was like the, the hunchbacked assistant of the crazy doctor that Wolf made Game. Herman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he just came up. He's like, how about Herman? I knew a guy named Herman once that I liked. And how about Munster, like the cheese for the last name? And that was it. Like, and they just went with it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I mean, come it's on, like, man. Uh, no, build, build some kind of story into the name. I mean, that was like, I guess that felt as lazy as like apparently in Solo, the movie Solo about Han, Han Solo. It was like, yeah, could travel alone. And it's like, and that, and this leaves it at that. Like, doesn't, I mean, that's, yeah, I don't know. It's just so, it's just so lazy. Nobody wants to hear that. Just don't. Why do we or have address to, it? Yeah. Why? Just don't. Don't. Um, the, uh, so, I mean, some of the stuff in the plot wasn't like the worst, um, the worst stuff. Like I, 
even though it was completely predictable about the brain swapping thing. That's how the show was. Yeah, yeah. You get in an iffy situation. It's 2022. This came out so 70 years ago almost. Right. So it's like you're going to be faithful to it. It's going to be cheese now. Yeah. So yeah. you either lean into that and celebrate it, which is the decision they made, yeah. or you get all gritty and dark with it, like fucking Mockingbird Lane. <laughs> you know, this is like, <laughs> how can you? Right. Uh, I, I mean, I'm I'm glad he kind of channeled Joel Schumacher and uh, went uh, campy with it because that that was the enjoyable stuff about it. Yeah. Uh, so I I had read I don't know where I read this, but I read that uh, he wanted to do it in black and white to be faithful. To the original okay and okay. the universal or whatever was like no we want it to be you want color. you to do it in color so yeah. that's why he went fucking uh the Almost comparison overboard. i made was beekman's world you remember that show yeah yeah like saturday morning it, it, the whole movie was like a, a mst3k skit <laughs> like, you know what i mean like it's so saturated everything is so sad which yeah. is a is a is a perfectly good uh, would be would would be his response oh you want it in color well how about all the color then right which and it looked it all looked very rob zombie when the phone rings and it does the yeah zoom in and out as it's ringing like it's you know the dutch angles were hilarious because they would like just like maybe start straight for a moment and then as they got closer they'd start to lean yeah, a little bit yeah. um yeah, they're, they're, I, I guess what's a bummer is that like when the weakest link just kind of brings down what otherwise could be a very, uh, I mean, it's clearly like a talented filled mm-hmm. uh, production, you know, like every, every I, I, yeah. I enjoyed all of the portrayals and pretty much everybody's performances. Uh, I thought everything looked pretty good and 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 knowing now you know the uh, it was kind of an act of rebellion to go the most saturated <laughs> i mean i don't um, know if it was rebellion it was a choice that was made because it had to be color yeah um, um yeah it, it, the whole movie it was kind of like this room with yeah. the led is right i felt like my mood lighting in my apartment as i was watching it went right along it yeah, was like visual visual eye candy yeah um, which i don't know it was fine i you know but overall, uh, you have a you have a theme, you have a story, you have a focus, your love story. That's what we should be on. That's where our stakes should be at, and that's right. where we need it. Cause like, and it was that. It was just didn't. There was no conflict. It was just like, okay, they're in love, and it takes forty five minutes to do it. And okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. there was a little bit of like, Grandpa doesn't like him, but nothing. He didn't try to stop him. He didn't sabotage he didn't, it. Yeah, there is nothing. Which could have been a funny. Again, like a coyote um, roadrunner so- situation, right. kind of thing, and just like that. It's like they teased that it, monsters, and then we never got there. Monsters you know? <laughs> unbreakable, dropping a piano on him. You know? Sure, right. So, like, it, these are all wonderful gags, and and yeah. and it ca- ca- could cause <laughs> a little more trying to kill Herman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that would have been hilarious. Would have been great. And Lily would have you know this tension with her dad and. Um, yeah, and it's like they kind of started to do that, and yeah. then it just okay, they're in love. Second half of the movie now, right? Like okay, yeah, and they kind of and they stop it right there. I could I could see why everybody was like, oh my god, we're only halfway through because that's where I hit too. I hit that point, right? But see, like, if it gotta... were four episodes and you got credits yeah. at halfway through, mm-hmm. you know, okay, that's two of the four episodes. You want to watch the other two tomorrow? Like that would have been, yeah, uh, a good way to present it. Yeah. 
Um, I, I think the the issue you run into though is if you're trying to be faithful to the original, how do you like their their conflicts were very simple, yeah, and resolved quickly because it was a twenty minute episode. Right? I mean, I, I think the '90s Adams Family movie shows you how to do it. You know, right. the, they yeah. really up the they up the violence. They up the but then um, but then you say it's not faithful. Like that's what I'm saying. That's the line you're walking. Yeah, like. I mean, it wasn't. How much can you change it? It wasn't really. I mean, it wasn't really faithful from like appearances. So like everybody's been like, oh my god, Luis Guzman playing Gomez on this upcoming Netflix Wednesday TV show, which is about the Adams family. I didn't even know this existed. Yeah, Catherine Zeta Jones is Luis uh, Guzman from uh, fucking Community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the gold statue. Interesting. Um, <laughs> I could see that. I mean, yeah, he's amazing. He's he's one of my favorite. Like since the nineties, he was in, he was in a uh, comedy sketch show with John Leguizamo called uh, House of Buggin. Okay. And uh, he was so funny on that he was so perfect and uh so he was on my radar since then and then i and then he kind of sprung back up in the in the late 90s early 2000s like in um uh, boogie nights he was in boogie nights and uh his career kind of has flourished since then to the point where he's a gold statue on community um but yeah everybody's been like oh my god why how is he playing you know uh, gomez but like he looks more like the comic book gomez than i mean i can picture it pretty easily raul you know raul julia who is kind of more based off of julia i I don't know i thought it was julia i don't i think he's from puerto rico oh okay that would be julia right yeah or do they say things weird there i don't know anything about the dude other than that he was uh m bison and he's dead (laughs) (laughs) i know and he died too soon because he was a hella yeah he was cool talented actor um he did a lot of theater especially towards the end of his career uh but the yeah so so i don't know if that was based off of um uh, John Astin's uh, uh, Gomez more than the comic so much, but I think the seems like it was the kind of mayhem and the kind of danger uh, that was in the comic kind of came through in the movie. So okay. they, they took their influences from like multiple sources in order to create something that I I I mean maybe because I grew up with it, but I thought were phenomenally fun movies and interesting movies and I loved everybody in them and uh, you know I think the only one that got shorted probably was Pugsley because we never really got much we never get much with Pugsley yeah he's he's the least deep character (laughs) yeah at least on in the movies so yeah I think they could I don't think they could have necessarily needed to go grittier with this uh, monsters but they could have definitely had um, a little more I, I like the camp I keep that camp because that stuff was so freaking awesome with the backgrounds, the right. colors. You the can changes. keep all of that and make a story happen. Yeah, tighten it up, yeah. get your theme better, and uh, and and, and it'll it'll still feel like the monsters if it's a ninety-minute movie arc instead of a bunch of little things that happen. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like and honestly, like they were they were doing it in the time of place before you know uh, before nineteen sixty three or 64 or whatever mm-hmm. which kind of was i don't know i guess it was just interesting maybe and maybe that's why they picked hungary because maybe some of the architecture there is a little more reminiscent of previous times but uh uh i don't know i, I guess i it wouldn't have made any difference if it was like contemporary too if it was made in 2020 um uh, i don't i don't 
think. I don't know. I don't know if time and place really mattered that much, but monsters. Well, wasn't I don't I thought it was now. No, it was it was in the past. Remember when he goes outside of his front door and everybody's like all perfect uh Yeah, but mid, it, middle it, cent, mid yeah, I 20th guess. century uh, and the cars were all old. Yeah, were the cars were old. Yeah. I didn't even really realize that was meant to show the time. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was like visually idyllic just <laughs> yeah. referencing that it, it it's both because it's yeah. also like it was anachronistic that when the dialogue is like they're saying slang from now right so it wasn't really i i had no i had made mention of that uh, asynchronous dialogue yeah well, what did i say and it's the wrong asynchronous yeah anachronistic is Ado- not the right an- anach- yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm almost smart sometimes. Like I almost get <laughs> yeah. there, and then it's like, oh no, I'm just stupid. It's fine. <laughs> you know, you got words. You just don't got the right words. It's morning. All right, we're recording this in the morning. I know. I don't know how to. It's been a, a hell of a week, man. <laughs> this child has ruined our lives. All right. Well, so I think uh, <laughs> I love him. Trade him for the world. I think the movie is good for what it is i was pleasantly surprised actually i thought it would be worse yeah i did too i thought it would be completely unwatchable as opposed to like half watchable yeah which i don't mean that to be derogatory i just mean like you're kind of finding yourself on your zoning out on your phone right thinking more about what's happening in the production of it than actually yeah, <laughs> being able to watch it sometimes. But also if you're eight years old, it's probably fucking awesome. Oh, I'm sure. Right? I like, am sure. And frankly, like, and I, that's who it's made for really. You think right? so? I you mean, think that's the audience? Well, that, and then nostalgia, right? Which is fine mm-hmm. too. Cause it's, you're not expecting like good story it just makes you feel good because it's oh look i know those characters it's fun yeah uh fun and silly uh but yeah my nostalgia is always the weird part which my nostalgia was just the pacing i was like oh i love how this is paced why aren't more things at this pace a little bit more like maybe it didn't help this situation that much but <laughs> it was a give and take because yeah i don't know i'm no i'm not a film expert like you are but <laughs> It's hard for me to I, you know, I think also diagnose because of the long running time, you kind of like you were like, I guess I'll just sit here and watch the visual candy to finish it out. That's what but I, it, yeah. it loses its uh, uh, intensity after a while because it's just the whole time. Right. If you leave everything at 10 all the time, it's really, yeah. uh, you know, there are times when you can probably scale it back like with the with the wolf gang. So maybe I would with grandpa a little bit. I would recommend if you're going to watch this. Uh, give yourself breaks when it feels appropriate. Take yeah. an hour. Yeah. Make a sandwich. Yeah. Uh, sleep. Watch take it at a night. Nap. Watch the first hour. Yeah. Go to bed. <laughs> right. Get up. Watch you know the rest of it. Yeah, because right, it's it's just constant uh, visual candy Stimuli. with very little else to go on. Yeah. Th- no, not very little else. The performances are great. Lily and Herman and Grandpa. Even yeah. though Grandpa's the least great, still yeah. great. He right. still does a great job. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, yeah, so I give it a, I don't know, a B. It's not like, it's a different, like you throw a Halloween party and you just have this on. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. Like you, you get your drink and you walk over and watch it for three minutes and then you go talk to someone like that's. You go, ha I remember that. And then. Right. And it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Like I'm probably going to watch this movie a lot because yeah. I love Rob Zombie and it feels fun. 
So the next couple of weeks, I'm probably just going to have it on yeah. in the background. It's going to be I, fun. I want Rob Zombie to collaborate with a really good scriptwriter. I want nice. I want that yeah. because I ha- I don't have any issues with like how his movies look. Um, he's able to bring menace to film that I haven't seen in a long time. That really, I mean, I find it unsettling and upsetting. <laughs> but like, I'm, I'm desensitized because <laughs> I've seen them all fifty times. Yeah. But the first time I watched House of a Thousand Corpses, I was horrified yeah. but also like in love because yeah. there's something wrong with my brain but well, yeah. well because it had that kind of like we just hadn't seen anything like that in a while when that came out like it had been i mean maybe some underground stuff and some independent things but like overall in the mainstream it really became horror became real sanitized it was very like teeny bopper right you know everything was i know what you did last summer very much so. buffy yeah, and, scream right uh, it, 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 that had kind of taken over the genre and so right. to be able to see like an older era type spirit in a, in a contemporary no movie punches. yeah it yeah. was just like terrifying and nobody's gonna there's there's no final girl and nobody's making it out yeah. uh it, it was kind of it was a, it was a breath of Filth Dr. Air. Satan, Dr. Satan. <laughs> um, before we get out of here with this shit, I do want to go through some of the other uh, cameos and cast members. Oh, good. Because okay. it was heavily laden with uh, I didn't actors catch. of yesteryear. Yeah, I didn't catch I them. caught some of them. You know who I didn't catch till, uh, for some reason until she was wearing a witch mask? was uh, uh uh cassandra peterson elvira oh my god she was the the realtor that yeah. sold them the house oh my god and when she wasn't wearing the mask because she doesn't look like elvira like at all when she's not in the <laughs> elvira outfit yeah but something about the way she moved or spoke when she had the mask on and i couldn't see her non-elvira face yeah. i was like oh that's elvira <laughs> Like I don't, <laughs> her persona came through. Yeah, that's amazing. I, yeah, so she was cool. in it. Um, I might watch that part just to see that again because I, I actually liked that scene. That whole part. I, that, I, I like. I like that part. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Sylvester McCoy played Igor, which was their butler when they still lived in Transylvania for the first half of the movie. Okay. And uh, Sylvester McCoy, Sylvester McCoy was the seventh Doctor Who, so he was the last Doctor in the original run. Wow. So he's well known in nerd circles. Right? Okay. Um, uh, the Tin Can Man, uh, the robot that married them, who looks very much like. Uh, uh, Castatron six 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 thousand to me. But, yeah, very uh, similar. <laughs> that that robot that married them is from a Monsters episode where Eddie was gonna get expelled from school, and so him and Grandpa built a robot to okay. impress the science fair or whatever. I had, I had misnamed it. I was like, that's a Rob Zombie robot. But then it's watch, very similar when they were getting married. I was like, no, that's a robot from another episode. I remember it now. Yeah. And so that episode was called tin can man, which is, I guess the robot's name <laughs> and the voice of the robot in the scene where they get married is butch Patrick, the original Eddie Munster. <laughs> And also, as we learned earlier, the second Pugsley. So that was fun. Um, You know him as Eddie Munster (laughs) and the second. Uh, the the announcer when they fly from Transylvania to California is Pat Priest, the announcer on the flight, yeah. and she was the second actress that played Marilyn Munster in the Munsters. Oh, the first okay. one quit after like half of the first season or something. Interesting. And so she was the. I wonder why. I don't know, but yeah, Pat Priest was the voice of that. 
Catherine Shell was uh, uh, Grandpa's ex that he. So the second half plot is actually ripped off. Maybe not ripped off. Maybe they ripped it off, but is almost the exact same plot as the Adams family, the Adams family movie, where someone is using uh, like the new husband or whatever to try to get the property that they have. Yeah. Like, I thought that was another weird connection. Like, it's this very similar plot to the Adams family movie. Yeah. Anyway. Property, money. Yeah, Catherine Schell played his ex, and she was in, like, a bunch of cheesy sci-fi movies, Cosmic Princess uh, on uh, on uh, on <laughs> Mystery <laughs> Science Theater 3000, she played also. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dee Wallace, which is the mom from E.T., was uh, the announcer on Good Morning Transylvania. She did that voice. <laughs> and then uh, lastly, uh, Ben Chapman, who was one of the original two actors that played the the original creature from the Black Lagoon. So this dude's like 80 or something. Yeah, he played Gilbert, Cousin yeah, Gilbert. Uh, Uncle Gilbert. <laughs> or Uncle Gilbert, yeah. yeah. Also known as the Gill Man. <laughs> yeah, so there's like there's a little montage when they're uh, dating, Herman and Lily, and they are hanging out with the Black Lagoon guy, Uncle Gilbert from yeah. the Monsters. Steve. What <laughs> was the remember. original one? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but that the guy supposedly under that costume is the original guy that played the creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, it's wild. Amazing. So yeah, those are there's probably more if you know of them, let me know. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I give it a I guess I give it like a B minus, maybe closer to a C plus, but it wasn't uh, I mean, I hate to, I'm not even trying to be that harsh on it for all its good points. You just, you gotta, gotta work on that script, man. Yeah. It was rough script writing. Maybe even a laugh track would have helped bridge that yeah, gap a little bit. You say that I, I, uh, not, I appreciate that. I, I actually think maybe just for fun, I might cut in a laugh track just to see how it looks just see, for fun. Cause when I was watching the old ones, I was trying to imagine it without a laugh track yeah. and I'm like this, it wouldn't be, this would be dumb <laughs> if there weren't people laughing. It's like the big bang theory, you know, it's like <laughs> any Chuck Lorre. <laughs> stupid show uh yeah uh the i mean i kind of enjoyed it not having a laugh track i don't know why i i guess because the awkwardness kind of letting it just sit in the air kind of made it uh you know uh funny in its own right uh, in a way in a way there was an awkwardness to it that is reminiscent of maybe awkward is the wrong word but the uncomfortable way he would let horrible dark things just sit there in like house of a thousand corpses and devil's rejects yeah it's like a similar tactic of discomfort but like silly awkwardness instead of like distressed upset <laughs> yeah terror right <laughs> so uh w- one more thing uh in house of a thousand corpses there's a part uh some spoiler alert where they skin <laughs> the face of uh one of the their captors fathers yeah he comes looking for her, they kill him and skin his face and chest <laughs> yeah. and otis wears that and to fuck with her on halloween right um and that uh, that mask is in the Munsters movie. It took me like four <laughs> times rewinding it, but I got the screenshot and that's it. Uh, it's at one, 
one hour, 31 minutes, and 58 seconds exactly. That's when they're having the Halloween party and everyone's dancing yeah. in their new neighborhood. And Halloween shindig. They, mean a monster they show match. the mask from, who's your daddy? <laughs> I'm the one who brings the Christmas candy. It was a Halloween shindig. So, yeah, uh, I guess we're done talking about the monsters. Yeah. I give it a B. He gives it a C plus, B minus. Yeah, it's it's good. I think it's good watch if you're just wanting to hang out with the kids and watch something spooky. Or even have it on for, like, as a, a part of your rotation for Halloween night, you know? Yeah, like it's, it's, it's that kind of, it's a vibe. Don't have to pay attention. You can just... Uh, yeah, you're not missing anything. Go in and out and be like, ah, okay. That's how it all came together. Right. Cheese. Cheese. Cheese on top of cheese. Monster on top of monster. Cheese on cheese. All right. Well, uh, you got any wrecks? Wrecks. Any wrecks currently? Um, well, the first season of both House of the Dragon and... Uh, rings of power lord of the rings um have come out um well no way i think there's one more episode of house of the dragon but but rings of power finished up and like outside of like i i see why some people have issues but like because of the black actors yeah i know right uh, that was a thing, right? People were mad. They're like, there's no black elves or whatever. <laughs> no black people in Middle Earth. It what was I, a pure thing. What I keep getting worried about is I'm like, so are all the all the non-white actors going to get killed in these in, in these series? Like, because then, you know, because they're, they're the prequels to the... <laughs> right. That's a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> or they just exist in a parallel universe. That <laughs> it's all part of Sauron's... Uh, uh, ethnic cleansing that, campaign that uh so that finale episode was really i i don't know man i maybe i'm getting weak in my old age but like or i just want to enjoy things i want to enjoy and not like have to overanalyze them too much but like oh, you gotta overanalyze <laughs> but like i've i have thoroughly enjoyed i you know i wasn't a hundred i i've kept my expectations low of things like i was a kid who didn't watch sequels like i didn't ever want to see any sequels Cause I was just like, they're just, they're never as good as the original. And, and so I, I think the only ones that kind of subverted that for me as a kid was, uh, the Indiana Jones mm-hmm. series. Yeah. I think we've spoken to this temple of doom. Yeah. But even is... I was disappointed with like Jurassic park too. Like I've seen it maybe yeah. two or three times in my life. I don't even think all the way through, uh, <laughs> for one of those viewings, but like, yeah, I just, like, I didn't, I loved RoboCop, didn't care to see RoboCop 2. I'm glad they never made another Beetlejuice 2, because uh, as, as a kid. I thought they were working on one They're working recently. on one now, but, like, as a kid, it would yeah. just, I would not have appreciated that. Like, it seems I, like you can pull it off now. They're doing all these 20 years later sequels, <laughs> Ghostbusters, yeah. and, you know, whatever. So, uh. 30 years later. <laughs> So I, I guess I've just completely lowered my standards for what's going to happen now that people are making a thing. But there were, again, production-wise, like, for that show, just amazing things. They have, uh, at one point, like, dozens, if not a hundred horse riders, uh, you know, um, for war scenes and just, like, hundreds of extras for, like, orc war scenes. Like, it's it looks awesome. Um, See, you wouldn't have TV shows like this without Jack Bauer and 24. They was, started the revolution. I was going to say, uh, you wouldn't have this without a billionaire asshole. Well, that too. <laughs> which, that helps. Which is, a bum, which is a bummer. But, like, I think, I mean, 
overall the themes in it the hearts in the right place like uh, uh people complain about the characters they're like oh they're not like the character i'm like yeah because they're before the lord of the rings they're working towards being is this based people. on writings no it's it's just it's made up nothing now. short of like fanfic based off it is See, based off it is based off of all that shit it, it's based off of the myths and the origins and all that stuff and it follows within the you know uh and to some degree even the canon it doesn't conflict with no, no not, not tolkien writings no i, I don't think so I mean, but it's, other people he, but he didn't write like he didn't make up these characters not all of them but okay. some of them reveal themselves to be other characters later on and you're like oh okay is so, tom bombadil in it n- not yet okay well <laughs> that's garbage then <laughs> total trash total trash uh, yeah unwatchable I, I would still recommend both of those it's fun to have it's fun to have high fantasy um type tv that money is being spent on it's uh, I, I appreciate that because we live in a time when there was like very little fantasy for a good while in in film and tv yeah, it was real cheesed up. Yeah, you got you got options these days, so that's good, I guess. There's more. There's more out there. I uh, I stopped playing Mass Effect Three. Uh, turns out that shit just sucks. <laughs> you you cannot figure out. So there's there's missions in this game where you got to find some shit somewhere on a planet, and then bring it to someone, right? And all it says in your little journal that tells you the missions is that it says find this thing in this galaxy or in this uh, star cluster and bring it to this guy. But, but it doesn't tell you if you've gotten it yet or not. There's no inventory anywhere that tells you. So I don't remember all the shit, you know, like I need a little bit of handholding here, <laughs> yeah. like a little bit. And, and then you, when you do, I do know I have the thing. I can't find the guy to give it to. I don't know where the fuck he is. There's no indication of where, where, where on the map. Yeah. There's a million character, like NPC characters. And I just have to remember the one to walk up to in one of the hundreds of locations. Like what the fuck? Weird. Horrible. Weird. So I, I said, fuck you. And then I, I looked up like, am I stupid? Like, <laughs> and I looked, I Googled it like, like, I don't know what I typed is mass effect three bad yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> and it turns out everyone else hates it. Uh, they say the <laughs> ending is terrible. Oh. Like it like is a total letdown after you've played the whole trilogy. So oh, I'm like, no. cool. All right. I'll skip the rest of it. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of, felt- I guess I have an unrec, a huh. D-rec. A D-rec. I yeah. do recommend that. A D-rec. <laughs> well, it's fine. That's what, that's what Rex and D-Rex are for. And on the subject of Smashing Pumpkins, who I think a week or two ago I recommended, uh, seems like his new album is a lot of whining about the concept of cancel culture, s- hey, as far as I can tell. you can't say anything anymore. I guess not. Look at yeah. this. Anything. Did you um, beep that? Did you beep it? <laughs> No, I'm going to leave it in because we're, we're Get, edgy. We're getting anything, 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 anything. Oh, my God. I, I think I'm still going to go see him. I actually, I mean, I even wore my Smashing Pumpkins hat today. Uh, disagreeing with someone's politics is one thing. I can forgive if you're a 60-year-old rich guy that... <laughs> is having a hard time with t- changing times? Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree with it, but I'm not going to go to the level I've gone to with 311 where all five members can get fucked at this point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> even the ones I liked for a little while after, I'm over it. Uh, 
they've gone back on whatever. We yeah. don't need to get into it. But yeah. fuck 311. <laughs> uh, and probably fuck Billy Corgan. I probably wouldn't like him if we hung out. Yeah. Maybe I would. Maybe it'd be fine. Uh, he did has said he didn't vote for Trump. Uh, so that's, so that's, that's something. Yeah. He <laughs> just has some shitty opinions. Fascist candidate. Yeah. I probably have shitty opinions. I'm probably dumb. I, a lot of people don't like me and probably justifiably so. So I, I can forgive all that a little and just enjoy it. Um, I was going to do acid at the show. Yeah. <laughs> I might not do that because yeah, I don't want to be. be like thinking about politics while I'm, there might be another booing situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. And he would like stop the show and like have me beaten or something. You know, he's a fucking psycho. Call so. you out. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> hey, Billy, anything, anything, anything. Right. I'm saying it. I'm saying anything. I'm saying anything. It's just I don't want to hear you on your Zoom call from your sold out tour in an era where middling and like low indie bands can't even afford to try to go make money on tour at this point. I do not want to hear you whining about how people can't say any, like, what can't you say? Fuckhead? (laughs) Like, what is it? What do you want to say? What do you need? Is it something horrible? Yeah. Cause maybe you shouldn't say it. Fuck face. Like anyway, (laughs) or maybe you're welcome to say it, but then he doesn't say anything (laughs) other than that. He doesn't like on on his podcast that I've recommended before. He doesn't say anything bad other than that. Like everything else, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I at yeah. least can respect that if I don't agree with it. Yeah. But anyway. But this whole say anything, same thing with John Cleese. Graham Norton came out and, and had a really good thing to say about it, which is like, he's like, free speech doesn't mean free from consequences, bro. Right. Like, no one's you can say you whatever you want. Saying it. Yeah. Go People for it. don't like you when you're a dick. That's how the world works. He, like, said, I, he said, I understand. What did he, some, maybe it wasn't him, but somebody was like, I understand that you're like an old white man who's been able to say whatever they like, you know, at your leisure without any consequences. And now that people are being held accountable for their words, you know, you feel like something's being taken from you, but I guarantee that's not, that's not the case. That's not what's right. happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> still going to go see him, I think. I, for a second there, I was like, should I just sell my tickets and not be a fan of anyone anymore? <laughs> but this was like two days after uh, I found out that 311, the members that I thought were going to leave the band after their current obligations are through, are no longer doing that. Yeah. I assume because I, I and the few others that were vocally saying fuck you to them stopped because, you know. We, we walked away from being fans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and now he's just showered with sycophantic praise from their MAGA rally shows and <laughs> isn't going to leave now, I guess. Which, whatever, you don't have to leave. But if you're going to pretend you're up there preaching about unity and making the world a better place while you donate that money to Trump, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> and if you just apologize for it and shrug and go, yeah, well, our drummer's a Nazi anyway, buy some merch, fuck you. <laughs> So. This is why I'm into new bands because <laughs> the kids are, kids are, have their, have their shit buttoned down a little bit better. And I know it's, I don't know them. They don't owe me anything, Yeah. but I was part of a community that I thought had like a core belief structure that evil is wrong. <laughs> Apparently that's up for debate. Yeah. So uh, fuck science, 311 fans and fuck Science is still out on evil. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
they there may not be evil it's more of a more of a personal betrayal i guess yeah i'm sure it's just me i'm sure both sides make some valid points or whatever (laughs) they're both horrible (laughs) yeah the the people that make me remember pronouns are equal to the people that want those people dead somehow somehow. okay nick sure totally okay Uh, (laughs) i guess we can get out of here yeah let's get out of here um hey so this is the problem with everything podcast. You can check us out every week on anchor.fm slash problem with everything. Google the problem with everything podcast and check us out on Instagram, tpwe.pod, as yep. well as the YouTube archive. The problem with everything podcast, I believe. Uh, <laughs> Just type that shit into YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you You'll find go. it. You guys know how to use the internet. Yeah, you, know? you, you got it buttoned down. This is just a friendly reminder in right. case you need uh, just a little shove in that direction. Um, yeah, I've been Holiday Rob. You can check me out at Holiday Rob on Twitch, Patreon, and TikTok. I am not Holiday Rob on Twitter. Uh, I mean, I am not, not at not Holiday you're not, Rob. You're not not Holiday Rob. Exactly. Yeah, there we go. At not holiday Rob on Twitter. Um, don't worry about finding me on the shit. Email us if you want. TPWE.pod at Gmail. Uh, I'm Loki Sapfoot. Uh, that's not my real name, but don't worry, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's real enough. Uh, yeah. Shit just got real. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right let's let's get the fuck yeah, out. Huh? Let's go see what, uh, I think this is going to be a series of spooky season episodes. I'm, yeah, just, I'm getting a vibe. He's this Castodron. I think is trying to either, either, either evil or trying to get like in the, you know, in the spirit of things. Either way, we got to have a lot of fun. Yeah. We're going to go, go, uh, is there like a pre-trick-or-treat type? I mean, I guess you could carve some pumpkins. Carve a gourd. Yeah. Stab a gourd. Maybe repeatedly. he has some kind of uh, magical, like, uh, Edward Scissorhands Swiss Army Knife tool yeah. that we don't know about. Going to make a Van Gogh out of a front of our We pumpkin. didn't know he could smoke pot till last week, yeah. and our lives have been changed for the better <laughs> for the from better. that. So. <laughs> we don't have to hide it from him anymore. He's He's down. Yeah. Uh, or there, Dan. I don't. We don't. Still, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, I don't know how to. I don't think, it doesn't matter. I don't think stone robots have genders, really. Yeah, they're genderless. They're above. They're above it. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I don't need this system of yeah. you know, biological uh, things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the robot has a dick. No. All right. Good night, everyone. Peace. What is that song? Vanessa Carlson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carlton. She does the Carlton. She does the Carlton. Why can't we hear? Oh, because stupid.
I always confuse the guy that plays Carlton, whose name I can't remember, with Giovanni Ribisi. <laughs> Alfonso Rubiani, is that right? Is that his name? I think so. Alfonso something like that. Oh, I hear Alfonso. myself. Alfonso. Alfonso. Giovanni Ribisi, Alfonso Ribisi. Is it Ribiani? Giuliani? Arrivederci. Arrivederci. Joey Tribbiani. How you doing? <laughs> 